0: to 11 o'clock with Yuvan
1: and Jihan.
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but that never gets old. I, I still giggle every time we say it.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> welcome back to episode two, guys. Um, just off the bat, one thing I wanted to talk about, and so maybe to hear your thoughts, is that do you think our intro should have a bit of detail? I mean, I haven't even spoken about this to you, so... Um, do you think our intro should have a bit more detail of what 11 o'clock is? Like, hey, welcome to 11 o'clock, the show about... Uh, or something like that you know just in case somebody starts listening to our audio maybe from episode 2 or something on with you so know. you
0: you're saying that for the like say for the next 50 episodes for every single one you want to start by talking about what our show is about
1: i mean just maybe for like a sentence you know a sentence that describes what the show is
0: yeah something something like that might work
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll we'll think about that for the next one.
1: Yeah, and if you have a <laughs> suggestion, uh slide into our DMs.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah. At Uber <laughs> Syndrome and at Jellomello P <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my god. Okay,
0: well. okay, okay. So today we have a a what if and uh Yuen is going to be giving us that what if.
1: Yeah, it's a simple what if episode. Um but I think I think you will find it rather interesting as well, our listeners, hopefully. It's what if we revolutionized the fast food industry where everything that you know, like that, that McDonald's is serving now is like processed food, right? What if we revolutionized it into pro, into um, giving consumers like us more healthy options?
0: So, you're saying that I'm not gonna have any more pizza, any more burgers, no, any I mean, more McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, of course, my quality of life will increase, but will it really? <laughs>
1: But that's the thing, right? I think if you, if you, if you manage to educate yourself and, and, and hopefully even change the mindset on, on your idea of what good food is, then maybe you won't feel like you're missing out on like the cheeseburgers and stuff. Or maybe you can still have cheeseburgers, but a healthier variation than what we have now, you know?
0: I mean, I guess you're right. The... The fact is that the only reason we keep going back to uh, fast food or snacks or whatever is because of the, of the, um, they have a certain addiction factor. Yeah. Uh, be it MSG or some kind of preservative or like really high sodium content or yeah. something anything along those lines.
1: <laughs> I mean, McDonald's fries, come on. <laughs>
0: don't even have to say. Yeah. All we get. Like we get 30% salt and 70%. Price And that's an understatement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are so many things that make fast food so enticing and so attractive. You know, the convenience factors, price, you know, it, sometimes you don't even need to, I mean, most times you don't even need to get out from your car. You know, uh-huh. it's it's as convenient as that, and now the, even with food deliveries. I mean, prior to Grab Food and Food Panda, the only deliveries you could get were fast food. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking that you know before all of this, it was Magdi that was delivering, right? Magdi yeah. Pizza. Hut. Yeah, they were the first deliverers in the country. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I am right or if I am wrong. You can fact check me, <laughs> but that's a that's a good what if. I mean, thinking about um all the alternatives that we could have. Uh, to replace uh, high sodium content. To replace. Are we are we talking also about replacing meat with?
1: Um, yeah, I think that is definitely we can. We, there's something to talk about, you know, like the Beyond Meat and all uh, very much gaining popularity, especially in the US. Uh, recently, it's also made available now locally in Malaysia. You can get it at your local Jaya store. Okay,
0: so you are encapsulating. Uh, one
1: hundred percent vegan, fast food alternative. Uh no 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 no! <laughs> I don't want to piss people off here, but yes, that as veganism should come as one of the options. But I think generally, let's keep it at a uh, much healthier variation than what we're getting now. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I th-
0: mean this uh, this this is not about uh veganism vegetarianism yeah. against meat eaters. It it's uh I mean uh, at least according to what Yuvan is saying, it's about health. Yeah. Right. Uh, we want uh, food that is healthier. Yeah. And so, I mean, that also cannot necessarily mean non-meat lah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can not necessarily mean non-meat lah. We can definitely touch on veganism and and talk about that as well. Mm -hmm. But I think let's try to keep it a bit more general with, with we can keep
0: options open
1: yeah we can keep the yeah. option open just
0: yeah, in general we want a healthy option yeah okay so what about uh, how how would you go about that how, how would you start that that revolution
1: okay well before we get into that I think the first thing that you know that that's really the big issue here is obesity in Malaysia mm-hmm. please tell me I didn't pronounce that wrong you did Ob- obesity <laughs> obesity obesity sorry maybe I'm
0: pronouncing it wrong I don't even
1: yeah so obesity is a major major issue in here in Malaysia and all of that. So I think the first thing that we can talk about in in incorporating all of this is that the main reason to why most people here are obese comes down to, I think, one, Malaysia being a food haven, and yes, you yes, know yes. like I think you coming from uh, studying abroad and all just having the difference of having a mama open 24 hours and all the shops closing at what 10am 10pm like you said
0: no the shops they're even earlier some close at 6 some close at 7 uh, very few options close uh, at 10. And of course, the fast food ones close at around 12 or 2 a.m.
1: Yeah. yeah. But for us, it, I mean, from the time that we were young, even with our families, we'd go and get some I am goreng at 11 p.m. And, you know, just, just help, just, I guess, help choices, the kind of decisions we make of what we put in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, given that the variety that we are given to choose from, you know, coming from first, of course, all the mamaks to all the fast food chains and all of that. First, I think the primary issue comes from the people's mindset, but we will, before we get into how we, how we're going to go about changing the mindset of the people, because one thing is that we can always put the option there. You know, we can always put a salad in McDonald's menu, but how are we going to get the people to pick that over the cheeseburger?
0: See, this is something that I, uh, I've read about before. Uh, It's, it has, it has to do with culture, right? That, um, people in general, In uh, Southeast, I mean, maybe maybe Asian countries, being more, uh, we are we are more collectivist than uh, than let's say America or like uh, I don't know like like Canada. We they are more individualistic, and that also means that uh, there is some correlation that that uh, that states that we tend to want to take risks, we tend to want to live every day like it's our last if yeah. that makes any sense
1: I mean I, I definitely agree I think yeah we do have that sort of um, we don't really forecast that much for what the future holds if if we can get a really good mi goreng with nice mata tolo mata on top I, <laughs> we're gonna take it we don't really think about the tomorrow we think about the now yeah. we want to enjoy the now which is why we eat
0: food that tastes tastes so heavenly you know like like if I could have a chandle right now I would I
1: don't, I don't think about the calories the, the problem with Jian is that he will never say no to a chandle even I'm sorry, on uh, the way here to his place, I was thinking: Should I get Chendol and go? It's not like he's going to waste it. But I, I will eat it. I will eat it. Uh, if there's two, I'll eat two. If there's three, I will eat three. I'm sorry, like you
0: add pulot, uh,
1: that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, coming back again to this, you know, how are we going to do that? How are we going to re like bring in a whole new culture, a food culture? Yeah, I, I mean, over the years, I think it has be, it has gained popularity. I think from the time we were young. Mm-hmm. I think even be, amongst us in our group, um, we have started making some better choices on what we eat and all of that. You know, health has become kind of a big deal for us all. This guy who
0: eats McDonald's at literally any time of day, any day of the week, any week of the month.
1: That is true. Uh, but we don't go to McDonald's that often uh, anymore. Okay? I'm not talking about we, I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Says the guy who orders three McDonald burgers every time he goes there.
0: You guys should know, I only eat McDonald's when Yuvan wants to go to McDonald's. I literally don't eat McD anytime outside of spending time with Yuvan. Yeah,
1: and neither do I.
0: That's a lie and you know it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: okay, anyway, anyway. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think that, you know, there, there's a niche area when it comes to um people who have decided that they want to adopt a healthier lifestyle. So they cut out uh, fast food. Or they incorporate um, limited amounts, like in moderation, amounts yeah. of fast food in their lives, so they are aware of what they're putting in their body. I think they call that calorific awareness or nutritional awareness or yeah. whatever that is. And that comes hand in hand with uh, fitness, which is the only reason Yuvan and I and, our, and uh, also Ruti and like we we always talk about this. We always talk about what we're putting in our bodies with regards to fitness, because Ruti is involved in uh, football or as he calls it, soccer. <laughs> 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 and uh, even played rugby, and he still plays rugby for his university. And uh, I was involved in some martial arts, so we we tend to, we tend to want to keep up with our bodies. Yeah. Um, and these are, if I may say, so uh, these are some of the small groups of people that will think about ha- adop- adopting a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And even us, once in a while, we need to have our, what do you call that? Uh, uh, What do you call that? Guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheat days. (laughs) Cheat days. Yeah, there we go. Yeah.
1: But I, I, yeah, I think here's the thing, right? It's because we are involved in certain activities that we owe it to ourselves to keep up a certain Mm regimen. And in order to do that, we are forced into practicing certain life choices and, you know, not always going out and eating late and, you know, being forced to go and work out and all of that. But that's one thing, you know, that's one way we can definitely sort of revamp how we all work as individuals. I think if activities were made more available for in people of all generations, you know, in school, um, probably more participation in sports for adults, maybe more um, involvement of their companies, maybe you know, into activities that sort of get you going, that make it part of your life routine. And then all of a sudden it doesn't become a burden. It becomes just a way of life in how we do it by just incorporating in workouts. And then automatically, you know, from there you build motivation because you want to keep performing better, especially in those routines. And you know that by practicing unhealthy life choices, you're going to be like, you know, it's not, the progress isn't going to show and all of that. So maybe just reorganizing how we work maybe.
0: You know, I feel that we are going to get a little bit of backlash when it comes to this, that um, there will be people who who go against the idea of normalizing uh, getting exercise. They were like, why are you shaming those that don't want to exercise? But you have to realize that we're not saying that at all. It's not at all what we're saying. We're saying that there are ways to stay fit, to stay healthy, and that you can choose
1: your own way to do it.
0: And that you should take care of yourself. It's part of self-care.
1: Yeah, you know that. I mean, you, just taking care of yourself goes hand in hand with so many other things. You know, talk yeah. about it, it. It ties with your mental health as well. Yeah, it's not just your body. Yeah, you know?
0: it really enhances your quality of life mentally, spiritually, emotionally, everything. And exactly. we can say that firsthand. Like we have had that experience. Like yeah. I know there's a lot, of, a lot of people who are going to say, "Oh, uh, there's not really a big difference between eating fast food and eating healthy food. I still get fat either way, or I still don't lose weight either way, or blah blah blah." But we made the effort to actually eat healthy I think for uh, I don't know there was some time back right we really really took care of our food our food intake and we had that discipline and I could feel the difference in my life
1: yeah exactly you feel
0: lighter you feel cleaner in a way
1: yeah I think in that sense if you if you tried it you would know what we're talking about yeah and until until you until you do I think give it a shot you know don't just take our word for it just try practicing it for a For maybe a month. It's not something that you're going to see a change in, in a week or two. It takes a long while, you know, maybe even 12 weeks. That's the standard usually of Mm -hmm. when you're going to see the first change. But just practicing those things really show you a whole different side of you. You know, all of a sudden waking up in the morning won't be as hard. You know, you don't go to bed sore or anything. It just becomes, I think you just become less lazier or your body just, your body just uh, learns to cope with your new lifestyle and all of a sudden you know all the gears are rolling a bit smoother <laughs> yeah you don't feel bloated like right
0: now i feel bloated because i had like mutton you know i actually <laughs> feel bloated and you know a lot of times i like for the past few weeks uh, i've been eating back to my like back to my old habits yeah where i don't really calculate or give any attention to what i'm putting into my body and I feel the difference. I feel heavier. I feel bloated. Yeah. And I feel tired a lot. So I've been on both sides of the spectrum, you know. Yeah. But okay, let's 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 put that aside for a while. Let's leave that to our listeners or to whoever uh, to whoever who wants to try it out. Yeah. And uh, leave it subjective to their perspectives and their yeah. opinions. But since you you talked about um, fast food chains changing into uh, changing their products into healthier options, yep. healthier alternatives. Could you give me like an example? Like, what do you mean? Like, let's say the McDonald's, the McChicken, right? Yeah. How would you change that?
1: Okay. I think the the first thing that I think I would do personally is that, you know, you first, is trying to change all the processed food to something a bit more uh, unprocessed and and healthier. You know, half the things in McDonald's are very much processed. The chicken nugget, you know, the patties that come in and all of that if you are able to offer something that is a bit more, um, original to its form, a bit more, you know, it's not just everything, not everything that's fried in oil, probably, Mm -hmm. you know, what if you make the mac chicken a grilled option, you know, what if you, um, just didn't drench it in mayonnaise, but you put a healthier option on it, Mm. you know, in stuff like that, you know, you, you, when you order a meal, especially when you eat in um, on the trade, there's a paper, right? With the caloric values and the nutrition values and all of that, something that they do in the U S is that they display the caloric value on the menu board itself so that, you know, which calorie options you're taking just to make you a bit more conscious of the choices you make, um, options like that are already being implemented, but here, and I think globally, if you're able to revamp something, right. Um, just taking a look at the current product that they have and seeing how could I make this healthier, you mm-hmm. know, how can I make this? a bit more, um, a bit less um, oily or maybe in any sense, you know, um, you know, they have the chocolate sundae. What if you gave a healthy option? What if you gave a soy option? What if you gave mm-hmm. a yogurt option? You know, something that's a bit more healthier for the consumers where the consumers, it's a, it's a gradual process. You know, I don't see them just stopping the Mexican and replacing it with salads, but rather a gradual process of just offering people healthier options and then slowly Changing their their idea of what good food is, you know. I mean, we all enjoy a good Mexican, chicken, but I'm sure we would also enjoy a high quality good product, you
0: know. Okay. So th- the way I am, the way I'm perceiving or the way I'm understanding what you're saying is that that uh, you want these companies to change up their menu into healthy options, so as to change the mindset of people. Yeah. Not vice versa. Yeah. Right?
1: I mean. Exactly. The thing is, the thing about fast food is that they have so much control and influence over the consumers. So if you really want to start making some change, a lot of the change has to come from them. You know, it's, it it literally boils down to how McDonald's market their product, how Mm -hmm. they sell their product. If you change the product and you market them differently, then automatically you're going to see that influence take place in our own, in our own communities and all of that, you know, but
0: you realize, like from the from the financial perspective, they're not going to want to do that. Yes, yeah. their selling point <laughs> is that their food is quick, their food is easily is easy to eat at any time, and that it's fast food that people like it for the fact that it is fast food. Yeah, and they will start losing their customers because the fact is that all these food alternatives that you are talking about already exists. There are companies that already produce them, but people. I mean, uh, there are people who opt for the for these healthy options, but yeah. there are still a lot of people that don't.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can see it yourself, you know, when you go and buy a salad, a salad is going to cost you more than a Mexican.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, something that blows my mind until today is that (laughs) vegan food is more expensive here, at least here in Malaysia, than than non-vegan food.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, when it comes down to this, Doesn't that also lead to the government having to play a role in these things then if corporate companies are going to be prioritizing profits over all of this, then maybe the government, our own government should step in and say that, hey, you start offering the people healthier choices and we will subsidize the profits. In small changes like that. I mean, it's the government at the end of the day is a democratic. They should be watching out for the people. And if the people are eating unhealthy food, it only makes sense that the government takes these drastic changes mm-hmm. to lead people to a healthier lifestyle, right? Or like at least run more initiatives to increase awareness. Like I think recently I can't
0: remember when that you and I were talking about there was a there was a, some kind of statistic posted with regards to the country's rates for health and obesity yeah that uh,
1: malaysia is one of the highest yeah it's funny we have one of the highest or we're the first when it comes to healthcare, the the facilities for healthcare but we're also the highest for when it comes to health conditions and heart diseases and obes- obesity
0: <laughs> you're actually you're, you're conscious and changed. yeah good job good job <laughs> but you know this this requires a change um the government can only do so much and maybe the government can do a lot more but the change ultimately I want to say that it has to come from, from the MNC, you know, it has to come from these large companies, but they're not going to do that because they capitalize on the fact that they sell fast food yeah, and they make a lot of money out of it.
1: And here's the simple solution to that, right? Because if they are making money of what we pay for, if we as the consumers change our mindset and change our opinions and priorities on what we want, Mm -hmm. then we are forcing these companies to change their product as well to adapt because they want to continue making profits. So if we as the consumers force ourselves to, hey, practice this kind of a healthier lifestyle, then automatically everybody else is going to shift the same way how we fight for um, shark poaching, you know, shark fin poaching, Mm -hmm. you know, the only way you can really deal with it is reduce consumption. As soon as you reduce consumption, Fishermen are not going to go looking yeah, for shopping. They don't get
0: revenue. And yeah, exactly. The whole process. Exactly. So now, so like earlier when I asked you, you know, you said uh, the change in the company first, then the change in the people. Now it seems as though it's the change yeah. in the people first, then the change in the company. It, again,
1: you know, it comes down hand in hand. If
0: both parties worked, then it becomes a lot more efficient. That's okay. So <laughs> you're saying that like, it's an ideal situation and oh my God, like I would love for that to happen. Yeah. You, you know, you, you know that for both of us, that we have so much, we have such big aspirations to change change the world into a better place yeah but where do we start
1: i think first things first it starts by making a podcast and then telling our listeners to go in and eat healthier (laughs) okay okay i'm kidding i'm kidding that that gave me goosebumps not gonna lie because
0: that is what we're doing yeah
1: (laughs) i mean okay no i think it first starts with just changing it ourselves you know making the change in ourselves you know, us making healthier jobs, options, healthier life choices. I mean, and we have, you know, we're not saying that we've cut out eating fast food. We still do and we will probably will continue eating them. But just reducing it in our own consumption and, you know, just eating more home food, eating what Amma cooks for us, just a lot. Yeah. You know, you can start seeing the changes yourself. Learning to cook on your own is oh, such a such a beautiful thing. Exactly. Being away from home and learning to cook was, it's... It really teaches you a lot about one, how much money you can save and two, just realizing how healthy the food actually is because you know what is going into what what you're putting in
0: your food and subsequently into your body. Guys, if you're in your 20s and you
1: haven't learned how to cook, take
0: the initiative, take one, take a step forward, just learn how to cook. Trust me, you will thank me for this. You will thank us for this.
1: (laughs) Again, this is not about um, defrosting some sausages and nuggets and frying them. Please, no. It's also (laughs) not
0: about buying your chicken and... I'm not going to continue that the sentence. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are reaching the end of our of our episode, and we would like to hear your thoughts on this. What, do, how do you think we can make this change? Is this change even necessary? That would it affect the quality of life? Would it make the world a better place? Yeah, leave your thoughts you know, in, in comments. Uh, or actually, I don't know where you can comment when, if it's on Spotify.
1: But uh, I mean, our DMs are always DMs open. <laughs>
0: oh, you know, you can tweet up and then tag us.
1: Yeah, and you know, we'll on. have a whole discussion on Twitter. But then again, you know, just as a final note, um, talking about all of this, if you would like to know more about some of the things that we spoke about, or if you wanted to dive a bit more into veganism and their choices, there are a lot of documentaries. Um, Just naming a few, there's one called The Hunger Game and another one called What The Health. They're both available on Netflix. Um, It's very informative. You get to see the direct contrast of eating meat versus eating healthy, eating not meat and stuff like that um but again you know it's everything's on the internet just spend a little time educating yourself and all of that
0: oh did the documentary not face copyright issues i will never for that for like an s (laughs) hunger game hunger games like damn yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would have sued (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) anyway thank you guys for 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 listening to us uh, all this way and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode we'll see you on episode three
1: yeah thank you so much guys take care cheers